Hello, everyone. Oh. <laughs> 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 Let's try that again. Hello, everyone. <laughs> God, you're going to make me choke. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Right, okay, take three. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 9 of Podcast in a Half Shell. I managed to say it right this time, so that's nice, after three attempts. (laughs) Hope everyone had a nice Christmas and a happy new year and all that, or a happy Hanukkah and a wonderful Kwanzaa and... A, a delightful Diwali and Other such festivities. Yes, you know, a, fe- a, a fantastic festivus and so on. Yes, happy holidays to our transatlantic cousins who may or may not be listening. I don't know. I don't check the viewing figures. That's Stacey's job. I don't think anybody views it. Or listens, why not? <laughs> Whatever they want to do, they can sit there and watch it whilst it's playing on the podcast and watch the audio bar go up and down. They could, Is that how it does? Is that what it does? I don't know. Maybe. Technology. Uh-uh. I'm getting old, Stace. Me too. I know. Because when this old. comes out, I'll have, I'll, have, I'll have gotten old. You will have. I will have gotten old. Guys, guess what? That's Dunk Bowen. I'm Stace. Hello. Hello. He's turning old tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to be thirty. Well, in this tomorrow in the past. Yeah. When you uh, <laughs> when this when this yeah. uh, when this goes on to, onto the internet. How do you feel about getting old? No, I'm not bothered. It's all right. Do you know, I had the same reaction because I, as you all know, because I had a big turtles party. I done a thirty last year, and everybody at work was like, "Ooh." You know, ooh, 30, ooh, shit in it. And I was like, no, I got presents and cakes and mm. had a party and got drunk. And it was pretty wicked time, actually. It's another year. Like, all right. <laughs> do you know the only problem with my birthday is it's in January, which is a really sucktacular month for trying to do anything. Yeah, it is. Because everybody's spent up after Christmas. And that's fair comment. Yeah. I've had 30 years of it now, so I'm used to it. I also don't, don't like bother. the fact that you have to wait, like, 12 months and then you get Christmas birthday and then mm. you have to wait. Like, my sister's got the best birthday. It's like the the end of June so it's like pretty much oh. smack in the middle of the year arse honker at least it's not December 25th I suppose my cousin's is the 24th of December Ooh. that blows I've got a cousin who's like the 28th or something which ain't much better because that's directly after so it's sure. about the same sort of thing isn't it everybody really cares about our family's birthdays anyway <laughs> anyway we are here as usual to talk about the uh, the turtles of the ninja mutant variety that we who are who are I believe teenagers I think so, yeah. That's what I did. I'm going to sip from this delightful Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mug while I you wear this lovely Ninja Turtles t-shirt. And uh, why don't you tell our wonderful audience what we're going to talk about, Stace? Well, there's a slight sort of... Ca- <laughs> that was a really loud sip. There's a slight sort of issue, perhaps, with <clears> what <throat> we're supposed to be talking about. Uh, we were going to be do- 
doing a reviewy of the first series of the old 80s cartoon show because it's only five episodes and that seemed doable. Someone fucked up and I'm pretty confident it was Stacey. Well, I didn't fuck up so much as got ill and didn't really pay any actual attention when I watched them again over the weekend. And and I think the person that actually fucked up <clears> might have been you, mightn't it, Dom? I... Mightn't it? Um, family commitments. <laughs> Is that... <laughs> <laughs> is that is that believable? Not when you say it like fly? that. Oh, family commitment. <laughs> Does that fly? I had to take my kids to the barber <laughs> for a whole like week or however long ago it was that we decided know, we were doing. I know, doing I know, this. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. I was I planned. I was like, right, I'm going to sit down on Saturday. I'm going to watch this with the boys. We're going to announce through it. They'll love it. You know, it's going to be cracking. And then it's like, oh yeah. Their hair really needs a trim before we go out for a family meal tonight. Um, and unfortunately, I chose the world's slowest barber to cut the least amount of hair ever. So <laughs> there we go. Woo! Yeah, yeah and uh, you know, as previously stated, I'm not very well. So I, uh, well, I, I may or may not have napped during one episode. Mm. So this is going to be interesting. Yeah. It's maybe not the correct word. But we'll give it a go. <laughs> Insightful. Yeah. Hey, Dunk, why don't you start on what you thought about... <laughs> The first five issues of the Ninja Turtles. The first five issues? Issues. Oh, I am ill. I don't know words. I've lost all my... Let me have a sip of this lem sip and bourbon. Hold on. I thought that the first episode was a little bit racist in parts. Just a little. Mm. Just a tad. So so episode one, we just sort of semi-watched. Just yeah. Literally just now before we started recording. It's called Turtle Tracks and it's you get introduced to April and the Turtles and the Shredder. Is Krang in this one or does he appear in no, the second one? Um, no, he doesn't pop up in this one. So it's essentially... You barely see the Shredder. Yeah, it's essentially a bit of backstory on how the Turtles became the Turtles, mm. how Splinter became Splinter. How he time travelled from feudal Japan to... <laughs> to the 80s. My, modern day, well, I say modern day 1987 New York, apparently. Yeah, uh, I still don't quite understand that. Um, and mm. there's also a bit about the foot getting a bit of a strongholdy type situation going on in New York. And... Uh, and how apparently um, small misunderstandings lead to um, banishment, according to, you know... <laughs> feudal Japanese yeah. law, apparently. So, starting from the beginning, we are introduced to the idea that the Foot Clan are doing naughty things, as are just Well, is punks, it even the Foot? Just I thought it was just town. like, you know, just crime. Yeah, like, just, just crimes are happening. General, general crime. Uh, April's reporting on it. How do we feel about April's voice? Um, I couldn't hear it very well. Because it was on the lappy top. How did you? How did she make you feel? I I've so completely forgotten the name of the bird who did it, and that's really terrible. I think she's all right in the sense that I tend to find female voices in things. I'm going to get so much flack on the internet for this. Renee, Renee Jacobs. Jacobs. There, there you go. go. I knew that. I tend to find a lot of female voice actors to be somewhat irritating at times. <laughs> How horrifically misogynistic of you! I um, women are. Can do. Women have got the vote now. A lot of them. A lot of them can do a lot of things, and but some of them they can drive and, and have opinions in this day. And age. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, this that's one. Science. I'm allowed this one. There's science. science. It's fine. Fact. I can have opinions now, and this is one of mine. Uh, I'm not saying all. I'm saying there's a small percentage of 
And I don't know whether it's the actual actors or the fact that, like, the direction they're given, but sometimes I find it grating. I know. See, see in the future, the neutrinos in episode four or three or whichever one it is. Uh, it's four. But we'll get really there. Hate the neutrinos. We'll get there. I noticed that nobody mentioned, nobody commented or said anything about that um, Harry Enfield video I put up on, uh, on, uh, on your Facebook page. There was something about, there was some, some, you, somebody put something up to do with women and I put, Put that video of Harry Enfield doing the old um, 30s uh, like infomercial thing where it's, Women, know your limits! And nobody <laughs> said anything. I was really upset because I was hoping that I was going to catch some... for like, a fight? Yeah, I was, I was actually... I was trolling a little bit, even though like I'm kind of part of the... On a, <laughs> on a bit of a tangent, I had a bit of a fight on the internet about ladies the Ooh. other day, about the new Star Wars movie. Ooh. I won't go too much into it, but um, me and that person are no longer following each other on Twitter. Let's put it that way. Hashtag spoilers, no? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, long story short was he was trying to convince me that Ray was terrible and I was trying to tell him that you can't change my mind and also here are reasons why she's not terrible and then he started crying misandry at me. <laughs> I was like, oh... Grow a pair of bollocks. Oh, that's. I think that might actually have been where I put up about the uh, women know your limits because I had been. to actually search to find out what misandry meant. Which I, I don't know if that says a lot about like my lack of knowledge because I know misogyny. Although even then, I only found out recently that it's not to do with hating women; it's to do with thinking that men are in men are superior, isn't yeah, it? Which yeah. is true, but that's not the point. Well, <laughs> um, that just to clarify, that was a joke. <laughs> I don't want to start catching flack either. <laughs> it's all right. I'm going to kick him in the beanbag. Misandry. Don't you love misandry. The, don't you love the term beanbag for bollocks? Misandry. No, bean that's bag. misandry because it, it, it lowers the value of my sperm receptacle, the life-giving bag of beans that is in between my legs. <laughs> Turtles. Yeah, um, anyway, <laughs> fattening turtles. So um, April's doing a report about crime and... Not getting captured hey, straight away. Not straight away. Did you notice, though, how absolutely arseholy the people that she works with at Channel 6 are? Yeah. Because there's, there's a scene in that first episode where they sort of get put upon by a gang of hoodlums <laughs> and, uh, and all of them run off and leave April on her tod, which is why she crawls into the sewers and meets the turtles. But then a bit later, it cuts to her office and her boss and Vernon are having a conversation that's like, she's been missing for three days. I mean, for fuck's sake, who's going <laughs> to tell us the news? And uh, Vernon actually says something along the lines of yeah but it's not like she's irreplaceable <laughs> it's proper like arsehole behaviour it's really mean which is a bit harsh because she's the only attractive human person in it she's the only one who, who isn't drawn like almost characteristic caricaturistically yeah like she yeah she's the so only one who weird. looks like an actual person <laughs> except maybe the shredder yeah, I why suppose, is he but... so handsome under that yeah, mask? Yeah, I know, that was really weird. He hasn't got a mark on his face or anything, no. not even like a little He's scar. He's looking. like, yeah. I, I hadn't... Do you know what? I didn't remember that. I didn't realise that No, I that thought he, he had like a fucked up face like, under yeah. the thing. Um, well, not, not even... So, not like Doctor Doom, like, fucked up, but, like, at <laughs> least just like a bit stars. of a scar. Yeah, nothing quite that bad. He <laughs> didn't look like a skull underneath, but, like, at least a scar or something. Yeah. But then again, I suppose it was... It, it's deviated from... It's not... The splinter is a rat, it's splinter as it's Hamato Yoshi turns into yeah. the rat who for some reason change, calls himself Splinter. I don't know why he doesn't just call himself Hamato Yoshi. Like, I wouldn't change my Yoshi? name to Splinter. Yeah. Because when he's like. telling, when he's telling the story, we've skipped ahead a bit. So April bumps into the turtles in the sewers and. Well, come on, if you don't know it by out. this point, really, you're yeah. probably listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I don't want to alienate anybody. It's just a clear. But what are you doing yeah, here? Yeah, it's just you know. I'm pretty sure that this. Yeah, anybody listening to this has probably lived through this. But yeah. so she she meets the turtles, does a pass out, wakes up, gets the origin story, and uh, yeah, I think in terms of making sense, I prefer the origin story that he was a dude who turned into a rat because it makes so much more sense that he mm. knows the ninjutsu and all that palaver Instead of rather than, I was going to say, finding a book in the sewers or mm. being a rat who happened to watch a guy. <laughs> I, I do like the one I, I do like the one in the IDW series where they're, it's, they're like reincarnations, yeah. which is why he's got that knowledge. So he is the mutated rat, but he is also Hamato Yoshi. I, yeah. I really liked that. I thought that was, I, I thought that was a nice, clever bridging of the, of the two. And it also but, makes sense why it jumps ahead in time quite a bit. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, the new Turtle series, they when they're training, I think it was one of the episodes just before Series 3 ended, where they wind up, it's the one where they go back in time, yeah. and they see Hamato Yoshi being a bit of a penis. And <laughs> it was, like, wasn't it? Yeah, he was, it was a, a penis bit. Was very cocky. Yeah, but he seemed really <laughs> But after, then you realise he's actually pretty cool, but he was just kind of being dead cocky and stuff. But when they're training, they're in what seems to be like sort of traditional, old-style Japanese buildings, or from what I'm led to believe they are. I, don't, yeah. I can't say as I've ever been actually been to Japan, but... And then when they, they there's a bit where him and I think it's him and um, oh god what's her name um, his missus they're walking through oh, flip, through a park flip flops that's going to annoy yeah. me oh you me ball bag but they're walking through a park and they're like not wearing like I don't know gi or whatever and they're wearing like actual street clothes mm-hmm. and they're walking through like actual Japan Tangshin? yes <laughs> that well was done driving me mad. <laughs> well done that was brilliant. But yeah, so they're, uh, they're walking through the park. And I mean, with that, that was fine. But there is like nothing that says anything other than this is set in like feudal Japan when they have the flashback. Mm-hmm. And the character, the way that they draw those two guys that go mental at Yoshi because he won't bow when he's clearly like trying. <laughs> they are, yeah, it's And then weird. accuse him of going to kill the master. But they looked so racist. And the master was even worse. Oh, God. Yeah. It was such a bad, like, almost like World War Two. Propaganda style mm. racist of those, you know, those old cartoons. It yeah, was like it that good. bad. It was like, oh, this is horrible. Yeah, the, the whole situation for Yoshi seems like it could easily have been avoided if instead of just panicking and taking the knife out of his back, he'd have just said, Am I caught on something? And then they had a look hmm. and went, Oh, yeah, you totally are. Let me sort that out for you. Oh, and now he's bowing, jumped up. You ain't telling me, though, he couldn't have pulled a bit harder and ripped through that knife. It was a knife through fabric. It's not like yeah, it was a knife true. through his... through his. I, I initially thought it was like, oh, God, he's going to stab, literally stab him in the back. <laughs> and then I realised, oh, hang on a minute, we are watching the 1987 Ninja Turtles. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, fighting in this that doesn't really involve... Very slow fighting. Yeah. Do you notice that? I don't know if that's because of... Animation stories. Yeah. Maybe. Did you know, I just found out a bit of trivia, that when the last episode of this series aired, not the the first series, but the whole Mm programme, it was, at the time, the longest-running cartoon. That's pretty awesome. It was beaten, I was just reading, it was beaten two years later by The Simpsons. But it was those last two series that nobody was really watching, yeah. where it got all dark and you were just watching one of the episodes and you got really bothered by it. I don't remember watching them. I will watch I them. I swear they never stage, got aired obviously. in this. I swear <laughs> it never got aired in this country. You know, like mm. those those last few series where it was yeah. all dark and they were trying to make it a bit more like Batman the Animated Series or X Men or Spider Man or whatever. Yeah. That's not what in content, obviously. Mind you, I've said that they got all mutated, that didn't they? But yeah. But anyway, that's no. not really about anyway, the first series. So. Um, <laughs> So, um, so speaking of racism, mm, uh, mm. 
No, let's. Uh, the, the one of the things I had to, I really wanted to point out about the first episode is that the first line of dialogue you hear Eddie Turtle say is Donatello saying, "Chill out, homeboy." Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I I kind of love it for its cheese, cheese, and its terrible like datedness. Mm-hmm. It's very much stuck in that eighty. It hasn't aged <laughs> well unless you're wearing rose-tinted nostalgia glasses like I was. Told that, you, I did tell you though, didn't I? Like, it's did. not a bad show. Don't get me wrong. And I wager, if I was like my kids' age, I'd still really, really be like, "Oh, this is brilliant!" Like, because like I said, they'd have loved it if mm. I'd have sat through it with them. Because they've never really watched this. Their only real knowledge of the turtles is from the new series mm. and from the movies. You, you should make them watch it. I'll, I'll get them. to watch it. Calm them. down. Settle down. They'll watch never. it. Don't worry. So the first episode when April's getting the uh, the origin story is when we get introduced to the idea of the turtles eating weird things on a pizza. I wish I knew where this came from because it makes zero sense to me. Because I swear, none of it seems like stuff turtles would want to eat. <laughs> I swear in that documentary, you know the one we watched and then did like a brief review of a while back, the one that was on Netflix. Ah. Oh. The, the definitive documentary. <laughs> the definitive one that doesn't have anything from the last, like, five years. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Except it's a brief mention of the new series. That's mm. about it. But I swear that they... Because they had an interview with some, with the guy who was writing it. And I swear he was saying, like, yeah, we thought it'd be a pretty funny running joke. Like, it, it's... I suppose it's funny in terms of it's a kid's programme. Mm. But it's not exactly, you know... It, um, it's not thigh-slappingly it, hilarious. It's not It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia funny. It's not like a bad episode of Modern Family funny, <laughs> really. You know, in, in, yeah. like the late, more recent series where all the kids have grown up and they look weird, but they're still kind of being cute and it's not as funny. Yeah, and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, no, it's not. It's like that. That's Even that is funnier than, you know, oh, look, it's a jelly bean and mushroom pizza. Like, yeah. Those two yeah. things shouldn't go together. This is zany, like oh, bananas and sausage was the one that distressed horrible. me the most. Ooh. Yeah, uh, the, the the whipped cream, yeah. cream, the cream pie that he had bothered me, especially because that seems, sounds oddly sexual, <laughs> and that bothers me a bit. <laughs> well, while we're talking about pizza, so they take a trip to, yeah. they somehow find <laughs> is it a matchbox or something mm. that just says Ninja Pizzeria, and they're like, this must be you know Foot Central or something. Although they oh, don't know what, it's the foot at this point, do they? If they carry on this level of detective work in that crossover with Batman at the moment, I don't <laughs> think he's going to be put out of business if no. they stick around in Gotham no. City. I like, think his job's pretty safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that's your idea of a clue, is it? Um, <laughs> I found, let's, a, let's I found something in the sewer. Oh, well, that could literally belong to anybody. But anyway, so they go to this Ninja Pizzeria, and there's a whole like section of town that's just Ninja this and Ninja, ninja that. Dry Cleaners, Ninja Video Store, and. <laughs> There's hey, do you remember when that was a dentist. thing? Do you remember when you had video stores? No. That was Netflix that killed that off, you know. <laughs> I only Talk vaguely recollect re- them. No, you don't. Don't No, because we didn't used to go to them is the thing. That's oh, we why did all so the anyway. time. Um, but anyway, yeah, so they go to the Ninja Pizzeria to do some detective work, which you can read that as eating some pizzas and leaving April to it. Yeah, that's um, it. And then skipping out on the check, I think, because yeah. like, where have they got money? Because <laughs> they got all upset about the bill coming, but no, I don't remember did. seeing them pay then anything. Then it was like, cut to April getting out. captured, because mm. why not? Let's set a trend. Yeah, I'm getting tied to a chair. <laughs> we love a good April tied to a chair in these 
I don't, like, I find April in these series to be so bizarre because on the one hand, she actually does a lot more than the turtles in terms of finding out details mm. of stories and doing actual detective work and figuring shit out for them. But she's she also like, gets captured at the drop of a fucking hat. She's like 1940s Lois Lane, isn't she? She's always getting, you know, mm. strapped to a bomb, tied to a chair. Yeah, you know. tied to some train tracks. That's it, yeah, left on a death <laughs> trap of some kind, like... Oh, it's terrible. She's just on a rooftop this time. And you, know, abs- you know if the Shredder killed her, like the, the turtles would never find him. No, really because wouldn't. it's the only reason that they ever find is he could just you know chuck her off um, some rail on some railroad tracks and not tell them about it. It's like you know <laughs> cut her throat, cob her over the bridge, and then just bomb off, and that's it. And they'd be fine because no, they'd never be able to find him. No, nah. because she's it's, always uh, one that leads him to leads them to him. Oh yeah, she's the one really mm. excited about finding the Technodrome later, isn't she? Episode two, jumping ahead. No, the thing that cracked me up about this as well is the fact that if the foot that because they were robots, weren't they? Mm. If the foot robots hadn't left a, a clear trail of breadcrumbs, i.e., her press pass mm. leading to her wallet, leading to you can see her purse hanging off a roof. Uh. Like if they hadn't have done that, the turtles would have been just like, oh, I guess April went home. Fair play, bedtime. <laughs> they are really incomp. The robots aren't very well made. No. The AI is terrible. They're gangly. They're really weirdly gangly looking for robots. I tell you what, though. I can't really complain about anything being gangly looking, though, can I? Let's be honest. Oh, I am like Jack. I mean, I, I think Jack Skellington's probably the best comparison that comes to mind at the moment. <laughs> Until I turn 30 tonight and it all catches up with me and I get fat. Yeah. Because that will happen. That's science. It is science. Middle age spread. Facts. Fat. <laughs> So it's fat. Oh, that was terrible. I know, I'm sorry. That was terrible. I know, I know. Even my jokes are getting are aging as we speak. You're awful. I'm sorry. Um I forget what happens in the rest of this episode now. I think there's some fighting with some robots. And they... then they go into the building that they're on and then somehow it ends up flooded. Yeah, I because they, the shredder sees them on his CCTV network of and drones. then presses a button or whatever. No, I think they were actually legit looking in the camera because I swear oh, they were looking enough. into it. Like, And um, I think he talks to them and then he floods the building and then they escape and then that's and it about pretty much ends with them eating pizza yeah and that's my it abs- like, let's not worry about this guy that tried <laughs> well, to murder us we'll sort it out tomorrow yeah. my absolute favourite bit about that whole scene is the fact that like there's a bit where they're all scared of drowning and then Donnie's like ah who gives a fuck with turtles we can swim <laughs> Raph's like am I the only one thinking about the human person here <sighs> also let's get to high ground anyway but there's a bit where they leap onto a dangling rope you can't see where the rope's coming from but then the whole building disintegrates and becomes a fountain somehow yeah, it's amazing. I, I couldn't figure out if that building was on top of another building because that's what it kind of looked like to me, or was it on the ground? Because it looked no, like I they think it's jumped on the ground. out of a building, but then they were on like another roof ledge, and then it was like, oh god, no, we're going to come off here and because of the water. But I, I was think, like, I think it was, I think it was like a full-on building because in episode two, when they go looking for the Technodrome, they go to like the foundations of that building, and there's still water right. dripping through the ground <laughs> from where it Fair flooded. Enough. No, that wasn't me having like a weird hallucination or something. Then I um oh going back to the Ninja Pizza, that place is um I don't the staff I I don't like them they um they make me uncomfortable. They make me they make me really uncomfortable. Yeah, because it's clearly like you pointed out like a white voice actor doing a really dodgy Japanese accent Mm. and properly like. What is it? I don't he even says, want to do it. It's that, but it kind of makes me He says something about cringe. it being the home of the nice slice, but in such a like. Oh, yeah, it is very of, sort of like. And that's so slice. Like, oh, God. Yeah, oh, it's oh, really bad. It's horrible. It, it made bad. me cringe. 
Yeah, Mind you, having uh, said that, April's a racist as well because she can't figure out which turtle's which just because they're green. <laughs> I don't oh, know no, what that speciest. scene is there for. Species. I don't know what that scene is there for because... It seems to serve to let you know that the turtles think we're weird as well because they're all just like insulting humans, which is odd because I always true. thought that they really loved like pop culture and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd never thought about that. It's an odd scene because it just seems to be them getting confused by humans and April just getting confused between them, mm. but... They're very clearly colour coded. Like <laughs> yeah. even if you can't see their belts, you should you should have Especially figured it out. Especially if she called now. like one turtle. What was it? I think it was Raphael, and he tells her, "No, it's Leonardo." And then like not to, like she talks to another one, gets him wrong, and then she talks to another one, calls it Leonardo. So she should already know which one's which because <laughs> it's not like they're all walking around her in like in a circle. Yeah. Like a wagon, like a wagon train or something, just like circling her. <laughs> The, be, the best thing about that whole scene, though, is the fact that there's an all-night men's clothing store that they can go to to uh. get trench coats and hats. I love this as a staple of turtles' disguises. Who goes in and buys the hat and the trench coat? I assume April. Mm. But they just happen really... to be right next to an all-night men's clothing store. Do you know what gutted me? Is you know you got like the figures from the new series, the new yes. the new new series, the new film, mm-hmm. and there was one of Raph in a trench coat. Yeah. But he's ne- they don't, you don't see movie. him in the movie. No, I know. Because I swear I remember oh, seeing like shots of him in the trench coats. I swear I saw some like um, like some stills on set, unless they were trying to hide what you know they were what doing. But then, you know, yeah, no, yeah, I think I think you're right. So I don't oh. know why they why why shoot it but not use it. Bullshit. It is. It is assholes. Speaking of wonderful disguises, though, in episode two, there's a wonderful scene in which they all decide to get dressed like eighties <laughs> style, and I I believe it's Raph, but I could be lying. <laughs> catches April's attention whilst they're dressed like that by saying, yo, sister, what's the haps? Oh, Jesus, what? <laughs> oh, my God. They had oh, I the love it so most much. middle-aged whitest writers on this, didn't they? Like, so, like... It's like, mm, what do the cool kids say? Like, what's the haps? <laughs> like, bleached ghost white, that oh. kind of white. Like, oh, God. I love it so much. That's so cringeworthy, that is. What's the haps? I was actually, like, proper crying laughing. Oh. Like, like, I couldn't quite contain myself. Episode two, I didn't make very many notes on, so this is going to be short. That's all right. I didn't either. <laughs> it's called Enter the Shredder, and Bebop and Rocksteady are in this one. Do you know what else Bebop and Rocksteady are in? The new movie that the looks new amazing. Movie. Yeah, but we'll talk we'll about talk that later when we've when we've finally thoroughly discussed this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it will take us long. I love Bebop hey, and I've Rocksteady. What are your thoughts? Um, I enjoy them. I do actually like Bebop and Rocksteady. They always make me chuckle. Yeah, I think that's why I was so disappointed in. Uh, Secret of the Ooze, when we get Tucker and Razor and their babies. <gasps> babies! <laughs> I, think I think there was a reason for that, though. I don't know if it was because like they were owned by the company, that like, because they were created for the cartoon. Mm. So I don't know if it was that, or I, I don't know. I don't know what, what that was about, but it was really disappointing when you're expecting mm. awesome mutants and what you get well, is maybe, babies are a bit like... Maybe it was harder to do them than it was than the Tucker and Razor. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I honestly don't. I haven't got a definitive reason as to why. Because yeah, it would have been. They might as well have just gone with Bebop and Rocksteady. Why wouldn't you? Well, yeah, because the they're second awesome. one was way more cartoony. So they're not. It's not like they're trying to distance themselves from the cartoon. Yeah, I did. It, it was an odd decision. I, I, mm. I assume you're right. I assume it's something about rights, rights and licenses or something. It makes. It seems to make the most sense. But <laughs> it's so tempting. Just but we've got a, a, a pizza made of jelly sweets. Just sitting in front of us, so I'm just going to eat. I'm going to eat this slice. I'm here. not eating it. I'm, we're definitely both not eating it, mm. except I totally am. 
right now. Um, well, I didn't eat the pizza bit. So oh, I am. Well, that's no. true. This pizza looks like it's got raspberries on it, which the turtles would probably love. Only if there was like <laughs> bacon I don't know, sauerkraut or something on there. <laughs> I love me some sauerkraut. Let's not, not start that pizza, again. Though, God damn. Um, <laughs> yeah, people from Rock City are. Um, Punks originally, street punks, and uh, literal street punks, as in they they don't like they they rob people and do bad things. Yeah, they're in the first episode, knocking people over and mm. stealing their shit. <laughs> That's it. It's like they're literally just like mm, take your bag, <laughs> just elbowing people. Yeah, I like that they come back, and I like that they're both a bit dense. Mm. It's kind of adorable. <laughs> uh, also, they don't kill Donatello. So I was like, just about to say, not yeah. one of them wields a hammer to like smash people in the head. They just have big laser guns that they can't aim properly. Did I tell you about the fact that, like, not long after that issue, I watched WrestleMania and I think it was Triple H got like a sledgehammer out and tried to hit someone with it, and I was huh. like, "No, it's too soon!" <laughs> like, totally panicked. <laughs> I'm fairly confident that they weren't like referencing that on WrestleMania. No, no, they weren't. That's where my mind went, and I got distressed. Bless you. Anyway. What if he does it in the new movie to him? Mate, no. It's unacceptable to even suggest it. What if he's all like, ah, come here, with a hammer. But like a really little one. <laughs> like a little tiny hammer and he's like... Yeah, like a normal size hammer. One of those ones hammer. that you use when you're like eating lobster. No, 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 not like not like comically tiny, like <laughs> just a normal sized hammer. Like, that would still be pretty horrible. Come at it, come here. Yeah, but their <laughs> shells aren't going to be... Like a normal sized hammer, like the only reason it cracked was because it was a big chock-off sledgehammer with a rhino swinging <laughs> it at him, reating his bag. Why are we thinking of it? It's not real. <sighs> Shut up, it's a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no more notes on episode two. But you would prefer the Bebop and Rocksteady from this version over the IDW comics version then? The thing is, though, I've got to say, I've, I quite like the IDW comics version because they're actually a threat. Mm, which makes sense because one's a fucking rhino. Yeah, they should be almost unstoppably, like, ridiculous. Mm. Um, don't know about the warthogs so yeah, much. I, I never thought warthog. Bebop is like, it's just a warthog. They were actually very small, but the rhino makes perfect sense that at least... Even whether or not Bebop's actually a threat, Rocksteady should be. He should be damn near like unstoppable. Mm. But anyway, no, it's they're just they're a comic comedic relief, aren't they? I always thought it was weird though that like he becomes re- he's actually just normal sized as a rhino when because like in um, Bebop's quite a normal size in the new series in the the CGI one, mm. whereas Rocksteady's absolutely humongous because yep. he's part rhino, which makes sense. I love that he's Russian. Yeah, I, like I don't know what I think it really suits him, mm. <laughs> and uh, and it's not it's not as racist an accent, <laughs> maybe. Isn't it know. Fred Is Tattershaw? Don't know, can't remember. I swear it's Fred Tattershaw. It's JB Smooth that does. Um... Yeah, I love JB Smooth. I do, a lot of people online get really cross with these little Michael Jackson hees, <laughs> oh, but I think they're fucking brilliant. Sliding around on his uh, adorable little like laser beam. We are so bad at saying on top of such a weird choice, though, for Bebop, for example. It is a weird choice, but I kind of love him. With his, like, mohawk laser boomerangs. Looking like something out of Tron. Yeah, it is Fred Tattershaw, I thought it was. Get you with your knowledge. Dropping some knowledge bombs. Hey, I like me some Freddy Tattershaw. What can I say? Speaking of name dropping. Freddy T. You know these DVDs I was watching were signed by Tans and Common. And starring... (laughs) Glossing over. Rob Paulson. (laughs) Yeah. Your mate. Two out, two out of four. They're both my mates on Facebook now. Your mate just, who dropped your name in one of his podcasts. Crossover episode, sort of. I was feeling really charitable in December, so it's fine. Bless you. That was really that was really chuffed for you when I heard him saying your oh, name. Oh, I did I was a like, proper Oh, and blush. our friend Stacey Taylor. I was like, oh, 
I know her. I dropped a I dropped a proper blush on the bus. I was like, what? He said, he knows my name. <laughs> I should bloody hope so. <laughs> it's so pathetic. I am the worst. Anyway, so episode two, there's a zoo breaking, and then we have a bebop and a rock steady, and mm. there's a plan that goes awry. And I've also written down Krang, so I assume this is the first time we see Krang. <laughs> but it's when he's in his like Krang. weird walking suit. Yeah. No, he's not in his suit. No, no, no. It's weird, like the one where he's got the little legs and it's just oh, like a sort yeah. of Oh, yeah, because he hasn't got a body yet and he's yep, just yep. going on at Shredder like, oh, you, give me a body. Yeah, I don't know. I've never understood why he took that much stick from him. I don't... <laughs> at least if <laughs> he's thing... in that suit, I get it, like, because he's, he's beefy, but, like, even if he does walk around in yellow pants. The thing that I don't get is that, like, why can't Krang make his own body? Because his, mm. his tentacle arm things, obviously, he's able to do things with them because he controls his fake legs with them and stuff. So why can't he build his own bod with the Why design it to look like it does? Why not make it mm. all just like silver or something? Why why like a man in a yellow mankini? <laughs> like a really beefy man in it's what he looks like. He does. It's so weird. It's horrible. I hate it. I can't it. accept it. And the fact that they put that um If his arms weren't arms and legs and body and face weren't all flesh coloured, no, it probably you know wouldn't the bother me so is, much. Do you not think the face looks a bit like a baby though as well? So it looks oh, like a big it does beefy a bit baby. Now that you say that, yeah. Like it's really infantile uh, and terrifying. Oh, I hate it. And I've <laughs> the fact that um the fact that he puts that like embigonizer in it, I've forgotten the word that he uses, mm. so that he can make it like massive and it's even more gross and terrifying. Because <laughs> it's giant, <laughs> giant and gross instead of small and gross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was a penis metaphor, if ever. Gross remember. things are worse when they're bigger, to be fair. Like, that's horrific. <laughs> Episode three, I guess. Two that's was, the one with the mouses, isn't it? It is the one with the mouses. It's called A Thing About Rats. And um, it, I find it weird that they decided to take Baxter Stockman and make him like... I, I kind of get it because he looks like the mad scientist archetype, mm. but he's like a, a, a black guy in the comics. Yeah. And then they just make him like this weird-looking little nerdy white guy. Yeah, with his mad ginger hair. Which I don't understand because it's... I kind of understand... I can, I can almost see... Like, oh, well, we don't want to make like about the only African-American character in the programme... A villain, because mm-hmm. that seems kind of racist. But then to change about the only African American character yeah. to be a white guy is equally kind of the other yeah. way. Like, and I also think there are a couple of the like street gangs and stuff knocking around are black guys, and so mm. you could have at least put them in a, a semi-respectable villain spot, mm, yeah. as opposed to just having them street either be hoods. not in it or yeah, gang. Mm. <laughs> like that's a a bit. Maybe I'm just reading a bit too much into that, but it Maybe just seems are. weird that that's about the. Uh, I mean, apart from all the change, like changes, like what's his name, Hamato Yoshi, still like being a, a man who turns into a rat. He's still a Japanese dude. Yeah. And like, although, although, funnily enough, the Shredder is voiced by a black guy, Uncle Phil from um, what's it, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. For those who didn't know, which I'm pretty sure you already did, who sadly is no longer with us, but um, he's Japanese as well. Oh, very clearly when he takes his face mask off and when you see him in the, the origin. So why change back to Stockman when everybody else is pretty much yeah. the same? Like you say, I think they were just going for like a stereotypical, like, Mad dot brown kind of look. Because mm. <laughs> mad scientists have got to have ludicrous hair. Yes. And when have you ever seen a black guy with ludicrous hair? So many football players. I'm just going to stop that conversation <laughs> in the middle of it because there are so many football players of every race with terrible hair. So I'm just going to shut my mouth. <laughs> Ludicrous has got ludicrous hair. Ludicrous does have ludicrous hair. There was a comment in this 
that made me laugh that I wrote down, but I didn't write down all of it, so I failed miserably. In which I think Mikey actually gets tied to a chair in this one for some reason. And uh, and Raph makes a comment about... He's, Raph is super sarcastic. I mm. forgot how completely sarcastic he is in, the, oh, yeah. in this show. Borderline he, dickish. Like, okay, no, he's an actual arsehole on like, occasion. Oh, mine like a steel trap on this on you, lady. <laughs> like, wow, that's... <laughs> unnecessarily harsh like she doesn't know this is your origin story you're supposed to be telling her don't be a dick like come on now Ralph you're better than this mate there's a bit where he's threatening Baxter Stockman and he says something like you better tell us what we need to know or I might have to get sarcastic and so like yeah I know and so Baxter Stockman just like bumbles out all this like all of his plan and all like where the shredder is and all that palaver and he was like see I knew I could sort him out with my cutting wit and I was like is that a threat? <laughs> I'm gonna j- just shut your mouth, or I'm gonna get sarcastic. Like <laughs> I'm sarcastic I'm not, all the time. I'm, it's not I'm a not scared about that. <laughs> I don't get it. Baxter <laughs> Stockman, Nyon wheezes pants over it there. <laughs> Nyon does a wee. Hey, do you not love the mouses? The look of the mouses. Well, yeah, but they're pretty consistent since yeah. the day from since I day one. I love the mouses. One of the things I really love about this I show is the design really of the robots and stuff. Yeah, because there's like there's robots in, in I can't remember if it was episode two or not where they're like trying to get into the Technodrome, and one of them is essentially just like a moving box with like fifty three arms on it that mm-hmm. have all got spinning blades on the end, yeah. and that's it. It's just like zzz, coming at you, and it doesn't make any sense for a design for a robot uh, to have. Yeah, they all work perfectly fine. <laughs> I, I've always liked the mouses, but like like I say, they, they, they've always struck me as being really impractical. Like, oh I think no. against regular size rats, they'd be fine. I suppose, fine. yeah. I don't but, know why... But for their intended purpose, but sending them against anything else that's like, yeah. oh, I don't know, not really small. Because mm. anything that's like, I don't know, like a, a, you know, a human height or could just kick them over. Splinter, yeah. yeah, they've got two legs and no way of like picking themselves back up because you knock them on their ass, they're going to be like, like flitting, uh, um, flipping, flopping all over the place. <laughs> I've got my words all jumbled. <laughs> I'll let you off. Uh, no, I agree. And I think it's odd that Shredder, because he's sent his drones around the city again. Stop eating sweets. You're going to get all hyperactive. I'm already hyperactive. Right, I've, I've had I'm going to have a sweet as well. Oh, shit, yeah. I find it really odd that Shredder and his little camera drones that are all over the place, <laughs> drones before drones were a thing. Um, we shoot drones. Just so happened to be watching this scientist guy pitching the idea of a rat trap to a pest control place. Why he sees the size of the mouses and thinks, I tell you what I need is thousands of those, as opposed uh, to, I tell you what I need, a bigger one of them that could catch a splinter. With four legs and arms. Yeah. That isn't easy to knock over on its arse. Yeah, because I think the littler ones, whilst the, the bigger numbers could potentially overpower people, they are ludicrous in their design. But that's another one I've never understood. Like, oh, they're <laughs> going to overpower us. Like, they're all going to start knocking each other over. <laughs> they're very stupid, and then they're just going to keep tripping over each other because there's no way from the from the way that I've always looked at them is like they've got static legs. They're not like the legs are designed for them to jump or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, so I don't like, know. Oh no, it's like a, a Dalek. I've never understood the thing. Why are Daleks so scary? They can't go upstairs. Well, they can now because they hover. Ooh. Mm, yeah, scary. Don't poke me with the egg whisk on the front of you. I know. I'm just, Daleks are God, stupid, man. With a plunger I've never and a whisk. I've never understood 
what they're... Sp- do you know what the worst oh, part about... Fuck. Tangent, right? But do you know what the worst part about Daleks is? Is that we're supposed to believe that they're the scariest, most ruthless, like, awfulest thing in the universe. But every time they come across anybody, they take them prisoner instead of just yeah. murdering the shit out of them. It's because they want to Which- learn. But it makes no sense, because if you already know that the Doctor has thwarted your plans a bajillion times, mm. next time you see him, shoot him in the face, right in the fucking face. Don't take him prisoner, don't take his mates prisoner and lure him into a trap. Just shoot, just laser between the eyes. Job done. Fucking Daleks for the win. Yeah, but then he'd just, anyway. like, come back again or whatever. I don't know. We'll just keep shooting him every time. He only gets 12 regenerations. Yeah, just keep shooting until him they until decide different-wise. Well, they gave him some more. He got gifted some more. There we go, you see. I don't know how Time Lord physiology works. Because I said this one, the boys were going on about it, and they're like, oh, he's the 13th Doctor. <laughs> and I said, I don't know. And they were having an argument, like, no, he's the 12th. Oh, he's the 13th because of the secret the war, war doctor, doctor or whatever. Yeah. And they were like, he's only got 13 hearts. And I went, mate, he's got as many hearts as they <laughs> need until the program stops being popular again. Trust me, if Peter Capaldi doesn't want to do it, they will not stop making Doctor no, Who. I said, not. I can tell you now. Oh, yes, he seems like he's enjoying it, but it's don't you worry. <laughs> he's going to get killed off soon. Anyway, Honestly, to be, yeah, but to be a child <laughs> and to have that, like, sort of... I, I kind of envy it a little bit, to have mm. that lack of cynicism of, like, you know, it's not... I mean, that that was kind of what didn't ruin The Force Awakers, but it was like, I, I couldn't get worried about the threat, because I know 8 and 9 are coming, so I'm mm. not super worried about, like, I'm not... You know, in a, like, when I was a kid and I watched the original ones, and I'm like, oh, God, no, the, the Death Star could blow everything off. I mean, it ain't going to, because by the time I'd been born, like, eight, <laughs> fucking uh, 5 and 6 had already come out. <laughs> So I know that wasn't really going to happen, but it's that nice childlike, mm. I don't know, optimism maybe, like, you know, the just belief that anything can and will happen. It's, it's I kind of envy that a little Me bit. Too. But they are stupid because they're small. So what do they know, <laughs> right? Turtles. <clears throat> got any more to say about episode three? I like Baxter Stockman. He's got a dicky bone. I prefer so. him when he turns into a fly. I do like him a lot when he's a fly. Mm. Mm. Uh, I like yeah. the new one though. He's all like fucked up Cronenberg fly kind of thing. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. Because like, <laughs> the fact that they've done that on a kid show is like, bravo, it because that's horrific. Cool. Like, they yeah. should not be allowed to do that at all. I love the fact that they keep forgetting his name in the new one as mm. well. <laughs> They're doing it on purpose at this point, oh, yeah. though. Oh, yeah, I love it. It's the best. <laughs> I forget what else happens in this episode, so, you know. I've written I've written down Baxter Stockman, Moses, cutting wheat. That definitely does it. <laughs> Deadly sarcasm. Episode four. Is your favourite. Is I've got so little to say about this because I hate this episode so you much. You love it. I hate it. Hot rodding teens from Dimension X, in which we we're introduced to possibly three of the most annoying characters hmm. in the history of pop culture. <laughs> the neutrinos. Do you know what I hated these three as a kid? <sighs> which goes to show because let's be honest. Kids love anything. Yeah, I liked Snarf when I was younger. You know, I I liked Slimer, and he's well. Actually, do you know what? Slimer's bearable in comparison to like Snarf and Orko and some of these other annoying um, little sidekicks that they invented. But my Christ, these! I'm glad that these didn't take off as like, yeah, this is going to be a regular thing. You're going to get to see them every now and again. Like there is another episode with them in. There is because I've got it on video, and it's just as awful. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh God, I am the thing. I only like the new one. I like the new ones in the IDW series. Yeah, but maybe that's because you can't hear them. Yes, um, probably. One of the, and because one of the they things... don't feel like complete dildos like they do this. <laughs> yeah, the th- the problem I have with this episode 
is, and I was saying this to you earlier, is I've got a problem with people trying to write like dialogue for other universes <laughs> or for the future mm. because they try and make it so different from what we have now that it just becomes irritating as balls. So like the fact that they keep using words like daddy-o and saying things <laughs> like, cool, we're not cool, we're frozen, it just makes me wish I was dead. Like they make me That's a bit so extreme, <laughs> maybe. I mean, don't, uh, don't think like that. <laughs> Calm down. No, but like, I won't. The neutrinos but, are that Oh, terrible. no, be, be, feel free to be annoyed, but, like, calm down a smidge. Just, like, <laughs> come down off that ledge. <laughs> don't make me have to talk you down. Oh, God. That was a They're bit just, much. Everything about them is terrible. Oh, I know. I agree. And, um, and the, the annoying thing is there are some good voice actors behind those mm. characters. Um, yeah, but that's not their fault too much. No, it's, it's not, it's more not like because the, I think they were... the voice direction and yeah. the... I think um, they were probably asked to be boisterous and ridiculous. Well, they're clearly supposed to be like <coughs> like 1950s hot rodders, but like with a futuristic twist. Like, yeah. and one, Ooh, look at this weird twizzle head. Well, it's going to go over a kid's head mm. for starters because they're not going to care about like that kind of American graffiti style, you know, old old style hot rodders and that sort of crap. Um, and giving them like this, their weird own sort of language, which is that clearly like it's that sort of. It always feels to me that the writers being like, ah, oh, this is what would be cool and hip and clever in the, like, sort of, for mm. people in the future. Yeah, I'm with it. Like, you're not. You're not. <laughs> you're yeah. not at all. Your finger is so far up the pulse, it's jammed up your ass. <laughs> The, um, the other thing about this episode that I find irritating is I don't know what Dimension X is because it apparently mm. is where Krang and all of the Krangy types are from. But it also contains Stone Warriors. Yeah, it's General and Trag and uh, the other one, isn't it? What's his yeah. name? Um, General Trag and... Granite, something Sergeant Granite, I think. Something like that. They were like giant rock yeah, like, lava spewing monsters in the yeah, new ones, didn't they? And they seem to be like subordinate to Krang, which I find mm. really odd because I'm like, you're made of rock. You could squash that guy so fucking easily. Well, they're like, subordinate in the comics as well, aren't they? But I mean, at least mm. in that, Krang seems to be like this ruthless military genius kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and in this, he's like this bumbling blob dildo yeah <laughs> it's just he's completely useless yeah it's uh it's an odd one they have in this episode like a weather controller mm. thing as well so like blocks of ice are just like falling out of the sky and uh donny comments cool we're having some weather does, <laughs> does he actually say cool he doesn't say cool <laughs> but he, he pretty much just goes outside and he's like wait we really are having some no, weather for some reason barry gordon slipped into like a really really <laughs> thick like West Midlands accent. I oh, would absolutely like, love that. Yeah. Sidebar. Did you know there's cool. a competition? Yeah, <laughs> you'll believe this weather. Did you know the there's a... fairies coming soon? Shut your mouth. <laughs> Did you know that there's a competition slash charity thing going on at the moment where you can win the chance to be a voice on Rick and Morty? Ooh. I've been all of the entering that I can do with the money, the minimal money that I've got. I'm like throwing <laughs> it all in there, like, please pick me. It probably won't be me, but imagine if it was. That'd be good fun. You get to be an alien overlord. Can you imagine? A you might be a hamster in someone's ass. Alien overlord. I could be a hamster in someone's ass. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I would jizz all over the studio. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Um, neutrinos, they suck, don't they? God, they are fucking awful. Terrible. I hate them. I hate them. Terrible. I hate them, hate them. And I'm not sure what the point of them is in this episode either because it seems like they pop through the, the dimensional portal accidentally. Mm. And all they want to do is like ride around and have a laugh. <sighs> I don't know why they're there. They're not interesting. <laughs> we don't need them. They suck. They suck. They suck a dick. I hate <laughs> they them. suck all. The I hate them so much. Sorry, I was trying to find something about them, but I can't find anything. But the um, the theme song was written 
was partially written by the guy who created Two and a Half Men and the Big Bang Ugh. Theory, Chuck Lorre. And Ugh. as much as I really, that's the only, this is the only good thing he's ever done is the Ninja Turtles <laughs> theme song. Didn't he do Two Broke Girls? And oh, I have no idea. Plenty of other toss. I know that. <laughs> Nothing but toss. Except this. Except this, yeah. Let's move on to uh, the last episode, episode five, which is uh, shredded and splintered. I've put um, really minimal notes here too. Mm. Essentially, I've written... Minimal? Reversey Rye. Cran gets a body. Yeah, that's it. He gets a body <laughs> and they, uh, didn't they make like a retro mutagen. Yes, there's a they retro, love that word in retro these, mutagen in these, rye. In these programmes, they love the term retro mutagen. Is mm. that a thing... Maybe. I'm pretty confident it's not. I but. don't know. But the idea behind it is that um, the turtles want to get hold of this ray so that they can turn Yoshi back into a dude. But they have to be careful that the Shredder doesn't use it on them and turn them back into mm. ordinary pet turtles. I've forgotten the majority of what happened in this episode because I was quite ill and this might have been the one I napped during. <laughs> I'm so sorry, listeners. Next well, time I've we'll be more prepared. The guy, <coughs> the writer, David Wise, changed April O'Neill from a lab assistant to a news um, a news reporter so that the turtles would have a source to find information out. That makes sense. Well, this was, like it says, it's pre-internet, so, yeah, fair enough. But, you know... <laughs> Mm. <laughs> for what that's worth, for what Thanks. that little nugget was. Yeah. I have a feeling that I slept through probably the best mm. part of um, this episode, uh, which would have been the bit where Krang gets all big and they have to have a fight and stuff. How do they end up shoving Krang and Shredder back into Dimension X? With a stick. Good one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that episode was all right then. We'll just gloss over that. I, don't, I both... imagine probably it was. I imagine it was probably Bebop and Rocksteady's fault. Probably. <laughs> it's usually their fault. I wager they did something wrong that buggered things up. And it's I bet it ended with them eating a pizza. I can, I, do you know what? I'd put money on that. <laughs> can I, I go would, and watch it God, after I'd put this? Money and, uh... on, I would put money on that, that that is the case. <laughs> honest to God. Oh, I can't remember anything about it. I'm really sorry, God. This is fucking terrible. But hey, how did you feel about Series 1 as a whole, Dunk? <laughs> I loved it. How many cans of mutagen out of five? 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're such an asshole. <laughs> I, uh, <clears throat> terrible Sorry. human being. I am the worst when I want to be. I'm going to give it a four out of five, right? Even though I know it's not that good because actually the animation's kind of terrible. Mm-hmm. And, um, not as bad as the later series, though. Oof. You love that where they look like they've got mascara on. The, the animation's kind of terrible. There's a lot of continuity errors, there's a lot of nonsense. But it's cheesy it is an and it's funny. It's cartoon, and it's... though, that's the thing. You've got to kind of look at I it in so context much. of the time that it was made. Yeah. Also, I've just got such an attachment to it, it's ridiculous. I've got to say, though, I am loving Raph a whole lot more this, this time round than. Because when I was younger, I was always a Donny gal. And, uh, and I'm, I'm just, I'm loving. I think Raph's much more like I am now, which is like a bit cynical and sarcastic <laughs> and a bit of a dick sometimes. Kind of You're not me. a dick. I'm occasionally Sometimes, a dick. but not often. I am occasionally a dick. <laughs> now, I, I can't, in all honesty, I can't fairly grade it because I didn't watch it all properly. I tried to watch it a while back, but you're talking a good few years ago because I mm. bought the, um, I got that special edition one that they did where it was like a black case with the three, four turtles. And oh, it was yeah. Series one and two. 
Because I remember being like, oh, this is a bargain, not realising that Series 1 was all the five episodes yeah. and Series 2 is the longer one of the two. And then they proceeded to never release any other series. Much like Good the Ghostbusters. Assholes. Yeah, you can buy all of He-Man. Who the fuck wants He-Man? Have you ever watched... I'll tell you what, now, talk about That's cartoons that have aged badly. <laughs> Fucking Do you know hell. what I love about it at the end? Oh. It's like the Springer's final moment, the final thought that you oh, get from He-Man yeah. at the end, mm. where it's just like, you know, sometimes you have a rough day, yeah, but, but you know friends what? are always there and fuckity blah. Like, they, who they, gives they actually, shit? I think they had one of them, you know, <laughs> for the turtles. No. Where are we? Uh, do, 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 do. Where was it? I swear I read it on here. <laughs> Fill the air, please. Oh, I, t- I swear I saw something on here that they had something called like Turtle Talk, some bullcrap like that. Well, that thing is a lot of, Well, a lot of these lame ass, um, a lot of these old cartoons they had like something. Man, like they had that to have a moral. End. Like that's what Captain mm. Planet it just was, wasn't it? It was oh, like oh, be environmentally go. sound. When the show aired on CBS, many public service announcements aired on CBS Saturday morning lineup. These PSAs were called Turtle Tips and intended to benefit the public interest by raising awareness of environmental issues. Turtle so it wasn't tips. so much tips. It wasn't Venus de Milo. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't so much as like they full on went and animated a bit at the end where it was like, don't kill yourself, children, <laughs> with He-Man or whatever. Why would that be the fun? I don't know. Hey, I'm not being funny. You laugh. That's good oh, advice. I'm not making light no, it of it. Is. It's you good are, advice. You are correct. You know, it is good advice. It's very good advice. You know, don't do that. It's not cool. But yeah, you know, they'd have that all like at GI Joe, like don't trust Russians because it was all very like Cold War on it. <laughs> yeah, it was know. a bit, wasn't it? Well, it was the eighties. You know, again, mm. the past is a holiday destination. Best remembered, not revisited, my mm-hmm. dear. I can't remember I like who it. said that, but it's a good quote. I like it. But. uh yeah, yeah. Do you right, think? <laughs> do you think you could show this to today children and they would be like accepting of it? I think my two would, but I don't know as necessarily like in one of your like nieces or nephews or something liking it. She's uh, she hasn't or is it watched the new series. No, she, yeah, it's the new series. Um, she loves Ralph's her favourite. Ralph. I don't know how many times I got to tell her it's Ralph. <laughs> she's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying, Ralph. Yes, oh, you're adorable, but you're wrong. Yeah, it's nice that she's watching it though. <laughs> But yeah. um, I, I think the boy, I think the boys would like it because mm. I mean they've watched like the real Ghostbusters with me and stuff like that, and they've mm. watched they've watched all sorts of little bits and bobs, so they'd probably get a kick out of it. But I think kids raised on like the new series, like the new yeah. Transformers, where it's all kind of CGI and stuff, might look at it like, yeah. oh, this looks a little bit. It's a bit. Well, probably wouldn't say static, but you but know, the they'd probably be like, oh, when, I don't like this. I say even when you compare it to like other non-CGI but animated shows, like that people love like Adventure Time and Steven Universe it is so so much better than them is that what you're about to say I was going to say it is so like they're so much cleaner and crisper looking like this is messy like it's not good uh, animation (coughs) a lot of those old programs were quite messy looking because they were done reasonably cheaply they'd usually tend Mm. to like ship them off to like animation studios overseas and whereas nowadays if they do that they tend to get really high quality products Mm. back in the 80s it was a case of they weren't that great but yeah, no, uh, quality-wise, like, of the animation and stuff, yeah, in, in comparison to Adventure Time and Steven Universe, they don't look as good, but seeing as both of those shows suck a fat cock, um, <laughs> I 
probably Ooh. say that, that uh, shots <laughs> fired. I'm coming the for you. Are off. I'm coming for you, Adventure Time and oh Steven Universe. I love I'm coming. Adventure I'm coming Tournament. for you, kids. Programs. <laughs> I can't. I've got to say, I'm behind you with Steven Universe because I just cannot get into it. But Adventure Time. I know time, you're number one in I the UK on Quiz it. Up on Adventure Time. I saw that. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm number ten on Batman comics in the well UK. Done. Get you. Yeah. We're for so December nerds. 2015 and, Dece- and uh, January 2016. Nice. Well happy with that. Nice. Pushed it to fifth I in the country. I haven't played Quiz Up for a while. Well, there you go. You're st- apparently you're title. number one. Hey, you've got, now you've still got the title on your name in gold and everything. Oh, oh, oh sweet as yeah. pie. Anyway. A- Amy's made it to uh, number 10 on Disney films in the UK. <laughs> oh, I don't know enough about Disney films because I don't pay enough attention anyway. So we've somehow managed to drag like nearly an hour. <laughs> Out of some episodes that neither of us watched him for. Wow, we really flogged that dead horse, didn't we? <laughs> so, yeah, um, but I think we padded it out more with reminiscing about stuff that's sort of vaguely tangentially related to the turtles. <laughs> um, if you've actually gotten this far, Kieran, well round, I do apologise. Because it's definitely you still listening in the bath with your candlelight on and a bit of Enya. And your dick in your hand. Oh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> So, what was the other thing we were going to talk about? Oh, the we trailer. We were going to talk about the trailer, which I actually thought was what we'd get more mileage out of. <laughs> so, we're going to get a full error out of this one then. No. Um, so, that they dropped the trailer about a week or so ago, was it? Something like that. Yep. Yep. I also saw it at the beginning of Force Awakens as well. I was so cross about that because they did not play. It had been rumoured that it was going to play before Force Awakens, but we went to see it at the Electric Cinema, which doesn't always show trailers. And if mm. it does, it usually shows one or two. So, we didn't get it. And what I got instead was the X-Men trailer that I've already seen and wasn't that enamoured by. Because it was a no, lot of... No, I want to see the film, but the trailer don't the make tra- it The trailer brilliant. was literally just a look at this list of, of, of you, different mutants turning their heads. Mind you, wasn't the first one for, for um, Days of Future Past. Didn't that look a bit iffy? Yeah. And it was actually a really, really good, good film. film. Yeah. So hopefully, oh, fingers crossed. Mate, I'm definitely going to... Oh, yeah, yeah. But the, I was a bit gutted because the trailer that we watched during Force Awakens wasn't the one that was online because it was a little bit shorter. They oh. cut bits out. But um, like that trailer on Tinternet, oh, good Lord. Holy crap. Looks so, so much... I'm hoping... I'm hoping it's the opposite of X-Men. I'm ho- not, not the opposite of X-Men where the trailer looked great and it's a piece of shit. <laughs> but yeah. I, I'm confident that if they're embracing what appears to be they're embracing with the trailer of like almost the ridiculousness of yeah. like the 87 series but like in a good way mm-hmm. like you know going like do you know what this is our heritage this is what we're going to put on the screen this is what you've always wanted you know and they're obviously listening to people because I think from the minute that the first one went out and people complained they're like do you know what Bebop and Rocksteady that's what we've got to have in this next one yep and so rumoured the Krang yep you get your first look at Bebop and Rocksteady, who I was oh. scared of this. I was scared because as much as I actually really enjoyed the movie from 2014, the CGI was very hit and miss in that I think the turtles looked great, mm. but Splinter looked ridiculous in how completely unrealistic and shit he looked. I'm glad they've scaled back what apparently looks like they've scaled back on the Shredder's armour instead of him being like Iron Man. <laughs> There's no way a person could walk in that suit without Mm. doing themselves a mischief. So I was scared about Bebop and Rocksteady because you know they're going to have to be CGI because they're a warthog. They look great, though. Rhino, but they look amazing. (laughs) You don't get to see much of them in the trailer, but they do look hits. Mm. I am excited. And we also get our first look at Stephen Amell. Poor old what's-his-name didn't get much love, did he? Um, Seamus. No, you it don't get to... It was more Gary Anthony Williams getting to talk during it. I'm intrigued by <laughs> Seamus because I've only ever seen him wrestling and I don't think he's that great. I don't think he's got much presence, so I don't give a shit whether he wins or not half the time. So I'm... I hope 
it's like Dave, <coughs> Dave Bautista in Guardians, mm. how you saw next to nothing of him. Mm. And in the film, he was hilarious. I hope so. I'm, I'm hoping it's like that. Think, you know, touch wood, fingers crossed, we'll see. But at least we've got Gary Anthony Williams, who I know's you know, he's brilliant. I love him. Mm-hmm. He was Uncle Ruckus in the Boondocks. I, I, I can't get enough of Gary, Gary Anthony Williams. Although I feel kind of bad for him that he's like kind of slimmed down for it. And then they've got Bebop with like a big fat gut hanging over Aww. his trousers when he's, no, when he's like, as a, as a, as, um, when he's, um, all CGI monster and stuff. That's you know, the bit when he's like, oh, you're got jokes, her. And then flips his sunglasses down and they charge at him. That was brilliant. That was. And then the uh, bit at the end with the tank and. Uh, I know, it was so good. And I I really liked Raph's line, like, what are you, superheroes? Like, no, we're just four brothers who hate bullies and love this city. I was like, yes! (laughs) So good. But I still feel really bad for Pete um, Plosnik, Plosniski, the the dude who does the motion capture for For Leo. Leo. Because, again, it's his voice in the trailer, but it says on IMDb, it's going to be Johnny Knoxville's voice. Yeah, that ain't Johnny Knoxville's voice. Oh, I didn't even notice. Oh, no, I'm going to have to watch it again. Yeah, yeah, and they did it the last time. They had his voice in the trailer, and then it was Johnny Knoxville in the film. And I rewatched the film recently, and you know what? He sounds more in line with the other three because he sounds younger. Mm. Whereas as much as I like Johnny Knoxville, he sounds a bit too old to be a teenage turtle because I I know I never said it at the time having with benefit of hindsight and watching it again he's not terrible but I think that I think that guy because he's about my age Johnny Knoxville for me Mm. he's just too I want him to say welcome to jackass and then Leonardo does something stupid in a shopping cart or something (laughs) (laughs) that's what I was expecting throughout the whole film how do we feel about uh, about the brief look at Stephen Amell I was, I loved it. Pleasantly surprised, I've got yeah. to say, because I'm not, um, I'm not his biggest fan in terms of Arrow, and that's the only thing I've seen him in. I am. I, I like think, oh, as I think a person. He's really modern. Oh, he's 28. That Pete Pl- 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 Plozek. Oh Plozesk. God, Plozesk. he's two years younger than us. Yeah, he's a but look at him, right? Star. There you go. You see. Well, not really, because fair. like Johnny Knoxville keeps knocking him out of the. <laughs> out of the but he still but gets he to be in the turtles. He was in Workaholics. Oh. There you go. But yeah, it was his, again, it was his voice in the first one. And he's the he's the motion capture, but well, that's the first one. But yeah, that's um, I love them posters, the wanted posters that they put up of Bebop and Rocksteady. Because how mental does Seamus look when he's like, <laughs> like, and that's what's kind of leading me to hope that it's going to be yeah. Do you know what? Mm. Boom! I'm glad they didn't put him in the trailer. That would have spoiled it. He's yeah. brilliant. Like maybe he's just going to be this complete dumbass. Like that's all I can assume. But I hope so. I am very very excited. When's it due out yeah, again? Love- I've already forgotten. This year. When? I meant, I knew it was this year, I meant like, this what year. month are we looking at? <laughs> uh, expected 3rd of June, 2016. Ooh. So not too bad. Not as soon as Deadpool. Deadpool! Anyway. Pretty close, pretty close. Oh my God, Deadpool though. That's a different, that, do you know what? different Bless talk him for a different time. Stephen Amell, bless him, compared his role of Casey Jones to his role as Oliver Queen in Arrow, saying Casey Jones is almost a little bit more like the Oliver Queen that people know from the older comic books. He fucking loves being Arrow, doesn't he? He does. He bless really him. does bless him. He must read. He must have read a shitload of Green Arrow, you know, before he he did that. I think so. I liked finding that out though today that he actually he's the one that lobbied for you know for it to be more like Green Arrow. Mm. Sorry, that fly coming here is the one that's been hopping about, and I thought I was gonna. I thought I could get it, and I come so close. I nearly, I nearly had him. So apologies if you just heard a very audible clap. Yeah, there we go. That's brilliant. I nearly um, had it. I was so close. I nearly karate kidded him straight out of the air, not with the chopsticks. I was that, gonna say you've not seen that film. I've seen you? karate. <gasps> that's a film you've seen. I hate seen. it. It's Stacey, terrible. Seen that? Shut up. It's fucking gash, mate. You're the best. 
That's a good song, though. That's my sex song. And I like it. Of course it is. There's a song in that film as well, when they're at, when he's dressed as a fucking shower curtain or whatever, that's like, it's a cruel, cruel, cruel song. Oh, song. And that's a tune as well. And you got my own. Yeah. Look, we don't need song. to, we don't need to fill the dead air anymore. We can, like... Anyway. Uh... <laughs> We can actually talk about Tots. But yeah, I, no, I, I, it was nice that they've actually got a guy to play the Shredder this time instead of like William Fitchner, not William Fitchner, random guy in shadows in reshoots. You know, that was nice. They've swapped out Karai, haven't they, for this one? Yes, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, weird. Yeah, but she wasn't, like, she didn't really do anything in the last no, one. No, like, well, it's probably not so much the, the actress's fault, it was more they just didn't give her a lot to do. Mm. Yeah, that is odd because she, that was more the script's fault than anything that she didn't do anything. Yeah. But yeah, I always well. find it odd when they swap people as like during a franchise as well. Like I found mm. it really hard to accept that Maggie Gyllenhaal's the same character as Katie Holmes in the Batman stuff because they're so fucking different. Because she could emote. Well, yeah, because <laughs> she's uh, she hasn't got a trout face. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, more shots fired! Oh my god, what are we like this episode? Face is coming for you. I'm gonna, Katie Holmes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna claim that it's my illness sending me mad. <laughs> I've got. And it's just because I'm evil. I've got mad, care. mad sinus. I feel like taking and... on the internet and everybody else who likes Adventure Time. Fuck you all, Anta. I could beat you up. <laughs> Except should Rich. We, I don't know, he could probably we, drop me. Should we just wrap this shit up? Because now we're just rambling. <laughs> we are rambling. Turtles trailer looks good there. I know, I am. Two thumbs I am way su- up. super psyched for it. That, I think, I th- honestly, despite how much I want to see Civil War, I think that's the second, the sec- the, the second the film I'm most excited about this year. Me after too. Deadpool. Yeah. De- I couldn't be more excited for Deadpool mm. if I fucking tried. Everything about that movie I hope looks it's not perfect. Shit. <laughs> no, I know. I hope it's not shit. We're so hyped, and what if it's I shit? I know. I know. I hope it's not. I really it's not, do. It's not going to be shit. I hope it's not. It's Please not don't let it be. Don't let it be shit. But I think this film's going to be pretty awesome as well. I really do hope that they've just sort of listened to everything that everyone said. Like, look, mm. you know, less of this nonsense. And I'm hoping like the alien ships that come in at the beginning are like. I don't know, Utrons or Krang or something, or somebody awesome. who's like invading and they're helping the Shredder. I don't even know what the story is. That's the yeah. brilliant thing about it. But I did love seeing Casey Jones, and although I, I do think he should have long hair. Oh, I think or he at should least, have Or at least hair. hair. I don't know as he's, but I suppose it's because he's always on Arrow and he's always got the shaven head. It'd be too hard. Or just slap a wig mm. on him. Yeah. Glue it on, you know. <laughs> Sell a tape a wig on. Yeah. It'd be fine. <laughs> Sell a tape a wig to him. Fuck it. <laughs> They'll never know. You know. But I like the look of him. I liked his mask. The only thing, I'll tell you what I didn't, what did actually did bother me is that he just got the stick and the puck from what I saw. He'd mm. not got his golf bag. Bat. Which I, I, no, it's not even the bat. It's just that he hadn't got his golf bag. Maybe. And like, he, he just does, didn't he have it too, with him at that point. I hope so. Cause he kind of looks, na- he doesn't look, he looks naked without his golf bag with his <laughs> weapons on. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. looks weird because it's like just a dude with a hockey mask and a stick coming at you. It, I don't know. But I, I, I'm sure he, uh, Stephen Hamill will be really good. I think the problem yeah, with him so. and Arrow is that he's, he has to play a miserable fucking character. Yeah. You know, he seems like a nice guy and he can smile. I've seen him in pictures. So, you know, <laughs> maybe he'll have, maybe he'll have some good fun. Maybe. You know, he's just got to be more like his cousin, Firestorm. Oh, I do love a bit of Firestorm, mate. Yeah, but he's dead now, isn't he? Yeah, what's his name? Um, he's, oh, what's boy. his name? Jack's in it, isn't he? And Stein. Oh, I don't he's know. still in it. <laughs> oh, no, he's coming back, you know, in The Flash. They're bringing him in as uh, Deathstorm. Oh, okay. So it's, it's going to be Robbie Amell coming back as Deathstorm from Earth 2, I think. So there we go. I don't know how they're going to do that because I think he was a Black Lantern version of Firestorm, if I remember right, wasn't he? I think so. This oh, episode well. is just so full of tangents. So. So. <laughs> 
Welcome to this this month's episode of the parlor. <laughs> oh dear, um, stuff and things. Uh, this is what happens when we take too long to come back to a podcast. Yeah, man, we took too long, and I got sick, and then we, I had, I just had medicine and booze at the same time. And yeah. I don't think it was a good idea. No, that was terrible. But uh, next month on the Rick and Morty podcast, we're going to be. <laughs> Don't even tempt me. <laughs> it will happen one day, I tell you. I, I tell you. So, hey. to wrap up, the trailer gets five canisters out of mut- mutagen. Oh, I like it. Tell me about it. Me too. Yeah, all I did a sexy it. wee all over it. And like loved white on it. rice. I loved it. I'm going to watch it again now, though, because I didn't realise it wasn't Johnny Knoxville. No, it's totally him, because it's the bit it when he right. says, like, you know, um, what button a million, what button is a million buttons. Oh, I love that bit. Mm. <laughs> Fucking van with the... Mm. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Although I was listening, a guy on Movie Fight said the problem with that trailer is you're listening to it and it's got it's tricky in the background and it's kind of tricking you into thinking it's going to be fun. But I, I think I've seen enough of, that I'm going to enjoy it and I'm yeah. hoping, I'm sure all those moments are going to be, they're going to fit together nicely. Mm. It's going to be a, a good film. So, I don't I know. I think so. Can't I'm hopeful because I, I enjoyed the last one. So Look better than the they... Star Trek Beyond trailer. I know that looks. Wow, so. that looks... Pants, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does look total toss. I don't want to watch it at all. Oh, anyway. Anyway. So, so if you want to get in touch with us, <laughs> I'm at Stacey's Parlor on the Twitters. Yeah, and you are at StaceBob underscore T or something. There's no yeah. underscore, it's just at StaceBob T. That as well. Yeah. And I am Deadpool360. You can tweet me. I'll he probably check. will reply. It's not out of rudeness <laughs> that I don't reply. It's because I don't have it set to notify me on my phone. And I rarely go on Twitter because nobody ever tweets me, except you when we're putting a new episode. Like, <laughs> Stacey just tagged you in a tweet. Like, that's true. We have got a new episode out. <laughs> So I'll like favorite it and retweet it and other things because, and then you say like tweet the, the link and I'll go. Oh, I don't know how. <laughs> such and a it's such a spanner. It's all very confusing and I don't like it. I can do it on Facebook, but I've only got like a hundred friends because I don't like people. And you're already one of them. Quite a lot of friends. You're already one of them. It's quite a lot. I'll probably of talk to like ten percent of them though on a regular basis, <laughs> if that. Anywho, uh, anyway. you can email us at Stacey's Parlor at Gmail. Did you just poke yourself I think in I the just eye? Salt in my eye from off the table or something. I, uh, oh, hurt. dude. Uh-huh. It's all right. I'm only driving home <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> Stacey's Parlor at gmail.com. You can buy shirts, what have our face on it, at yep, spcp.spreadshirt.co.uk. You can join the Stacey's Pop Culture Parlor Facebook group. You can leave a review on iTunes or on the Please UK Podcast Directory. Or, oh yeah, only leave good reviews. Yeah. Like five-star reviews across the board. Um, I like that. Uh, we'll or, give you a pound. We won't really. We won't, don't tell people we'll give them a pound. I told them this. We won't really. We straight up won't give them a pound. We won't give um, you a pound. Is there anywhere else that people can do a thing? Are we on Twitch, Periscope, Vine? No. Because they're things, apparently. I don't know how to use the internet. Are we on, are we on Tumblr? <laughs> no. I don't get I don't Tumblr. understand Tumblr and I, I don't, don't understand, understand Reddit. Tumblr, it's I don't like, get Reddit. Tumblr's kind of like, I don't even, I know I'm aware of it, but I know Tumblr's kind of like a cross between a blog and Twitter. And it's just as awful as that sounds. Yeah, because it's always like, hey, look, there's other things that people have put up that more funny people have created than me, and I don't get it. No, I don't like it. We're so old. I know. Happy oldness too. Do you know one of the boys wanted to have like a a YouTube channel? I was like, no, you're nine. My cousin's got one. 
But he's like 14, so maybe 15, 14, something. Yeah, but I said to him, like, look, you know, you're gonna, people will look back in the future, like jobs, if you go for a job in the future, it'll all be there on the internet. So the ramblings of a nine-year-old. Ah, oh, who cares anyway, because we're old now. It doesn't matter, we're 30. I'm sort of set in my job. Because they like. Yeah, exactly. Who's going to search for my podcast? I don't have to worry about that so much. Oh, I, I do, because I talk about it too much at work. Oh, I'm all right. I'm all set. Anyway. I told some people. Told, I told people at work. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> I'm at the podcast closet. <laughs> anyway. Reviewers. Although I did, I'll tell you what. Nice I'll, tell, I'll tell you this quickly, which is really bad. My dad, who's a trainer at work, along with myself, was training this guy up, and he was he's like an actor, and he was like it, it, he's actually auditioned for a Danny Boyle film, nice. and um, he's like writes and stuff like that, and he's saying like he told him about that I'd got a podcast, and he was like, yeah, your dad says your podcast. I was like, yeah, it's about the Ninja Turtles. And <laughs> I was kind of like, I didn't know really, I was kind of, I didn't know what to say because I'm not ashamed of it, but I'm just sort of like, I'm telling some dude who's like auditioning for like Danny Boyle films <laughs> in his spare time about the fact that my, about a, a, a daft podcast that I do. Like, and he's, he's blessing me, he's approaching me as if it's like this big serious deal. It's like, mate, I couldn't, like, as I really enjoy doing it. I love it, but it's for the fun of it. Yeah. I don't take it. It's not like a business venture or anything like that. It's not oh, to yeah. go. It's this not is for a career. <laughs> no, it's for fun, isn't it? We do it for a laugh. You know, I have a laugh. I don't know about you. I hope people enjoy it listening. It. I know Key does, or so he says. He could, One day we're going to get through a whole episode without mentioning Key. No, no, because he likes it. He's a little good luck charm. Oh, little, uh, little look, he's a little lucky charm. Oh, mummy, it's oh, strawberry smoothies. We need top hat Jones. Fuck's sake. Anyway. They're covered in, in stomach acid and boil. I see demons. <laughs> on, on that note. <laughs> Good, goodbye, Internet. TTFN, latest taters. Ta-ta for now. Bye.